It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the Sold in the Smoke Cigar Cast. Drew. Mo. Yo. Mook out, Rich. Bringing the bull. It's like, uh... What's up, gents? What's going on? Same shit, different week. Didn't, um... Uh, th- you guys saw Danny's post. Yeah. He exists. He exists. I... Yep. And the comments galore of he needs to come back on the podcast. Oh, I didn't no, see I that. didn't see that. Oh. Yeah, I did not. I was not the one that made the comment, by the way. Yeah, you um, were like, stay away. But no, I I agree. There are he no should. comments on that post. Are you looking? Yeah. Right are you now. talking about Instagram or Facebook? Oh, he got rid of You blocked him. Did he delete all the comments? He did. <laughs> that son what of a, a gun. Ghost. Because he he put he put present and then I replied gift with a oh, gift yeah, emoji, and then I didn't look at it again. Ah, uh, well, there were comments on there that he needed to be on the podcast. And he I deleted them all. He did. He blocked his commenting on that post. Ugh. Well, you know. Um, Never mind then. So I. Go ahead. Speaking of surprises, I think most people are probably going to be surprised when we unleashed two two episodes in a row. Here we are. We yeah. Not all surprises are good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Take this, suckers. Uh, <laughs> great. It's here, whether you like it or not. Better believe it. Maybe I'll just hold uh, on to this one for next week. <laughs> In case. They won't know when we're actually recording this and when That's it got true. released. Yeah. That is true. Good shit. But yeah, no. Danny's alive, but, you know, ghosting. Yeah. He's an apparition. So speaking of apparitions, uh, I when I went to Tombstone, Arizona, and I would recommend if you if you ever get the chance to go to Arizona, it's it's about three hours south of uh, Phoenix, but it's a very very interesting place, and I can't describe the feeling you get. Uh, but there's a place called the Bird Bird Cage Theater or something like that, and it's actually all original uh, from the time of, like, Wyatt Earp and those guys that were there. Mm-hmm. And they say it's haunted. I, you know, I, I didn't see that, but it was more than a handful of people that confirmed that they've seen shit. And, and I can tell you that you do definitely get weird feelings in there, right? Okay. And, like, they still have, like, bullet holes, like, original bullet holes from shit that went down. Knife, like, there was a knife that went through a painting. Painting's all original still with the knife thing. Uh, It's really, really cool, man. Um, But it supposedly is haunted, and people, there, enough people corroborated that, that I, I mean, it's possible, right? Yeah. Um. So my question for you guys is, we've made a lot of jokes about ghosting and whatever, but, and I think we've talked about this, but his, and it could be something has changed, but do you guys believe in ghosts or ghost-like things? Yes. At least okay. I, I want to. Mm-hmm. I haven't ever seen anything, so I don't, I don't. I guess uh, I don't have anything to back it up with, but sure, I'd like uh, I'd like the idea of it. Okay. <laughs> On top of, if it is possible, there's some people I'd like to come back and hunt maybe someday. <laughs> Fair enough. Who would you hunt? Name one person that you would hunt the fuck out of. <laughs> Currently, Danny. 
Damn. <laughs> Ghosting who now, yeah. motherfucker? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kyle, what about you? I don't believe in the slightest. It would be cool as hell, but I don't think any of that is real. I think our minds play tricks on us in a lot of ways, and that's what people are actually seeing. I mean, the footage that exists is like, oh, it's an orb. Like, that's, just, that's light on your camera. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I don't know. Everything's basically explainable in some other way. <laughs> yeah, but it'd be that... cool. I agree, Drew. I wish I believed, and I wish it was real, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I believe that there are some sort of spiritual things, maybe throughout the earth, whatever you want to call it. Um, but I can definitely tell you man that in that place there is a feeling like that you just can't i don't know how to explain it like it's just it's like man there's some fucked up shit that happened here <laughs> you know what i mean like i don't know how to explain it yeah there are places that just yeah. feel wrong right right yeah 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 that's a real mm-hmm. thing yeah well, interesting yeah that's actually surprisingly close to some stuff that I wrote down as topics. Weird. Very weird. Must have been ghosts that came Must have been way. a ghost writer. Right. Right. Uh, so so I have two that are related to this one. One question for you guys. Uh, who do you think is more likely to still be alive and have hidden their death, right? Elvis or Tupac? Well, wouldn't Elvis be dead age-wise at this point? I mean, he'd be close to 100 years old, wouldn't he? I don't think so. I have no idea. How old would Elvis be today? That's actually not... He'd be 84. 85. So he could be alive, right? It's possible. Assuming he didn't Uh, die of old age. Probably not. Probably. With his lifestyle, probably not. Yeah, with his his lifestyle. Yeah. You know, he's dead... That again, really? Keith Richards is still alive. So, Ozzy Osbourne too. Yeah, Ozzy. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. Let's assume. Let's assume that he would not have died from from any of that, right? Mm-hmm. Which of those two is more likely to be wandering the earth right now? I have to say Elvis. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. You think we actually got Tupac? Uh, <laughs> how do I say this without sounding? I wonder if it's, I don't... it's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, I. Uh... <laughs> T- Tupac's death was more. It. This is not what I want to say, but this is what I'm going to go with. Um. I mean, there were. I mean, the dude was shot, right? <laughs> I mean, I guess you could fake a drug overdose or something like that, but you can't fake being shot off. Maybe it wasn't really no, him, though. People, yeah, people get shot what? and live. I guess. 50 Cent? Yeah. Seven times? Yeah, 50 did. Well, I guess, okay, here's what I'm going to say fuck it, because it's not really. But, like, I just feel like faking your death is not really something, like, Gangster. the brothers do. It's more like kind of like a white guy thing. It would be more like a white person thing to do. That's what I was going to say. Kind of like, kind of that Yeah, I mean, it's just not not to sound like, not, not even the, I don't know. There's just certain things that, I don't know, man. This doesn't. If he, if he did, I would think he wouldn't, he couldn't, wouldn't, whatever you want to call it, stay, like, hidden. He'd have to be like, yeah, "What's like, up, bitches? Yeah, I'm still alive." <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, because I want to go with him just for the hell of it, but I don't think uh, I don't think it would work out. Yeah, he'd 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 have to like be like, "Yeah, I am alive. Look at this." Yeah, this. 
yeah. Uh, I, I just couldn't see it. Just couldn't see it. But I think neither one of them, for the record, faked their deaths. Okay. I'm trying to look up demographic information on faking your own death. And there's really nothing out there. <laughs> no, there probably isn't. I'm just curious at this point, right? Like, like, is it is it certain kinds of people that do one way or another? Right? I would assume people who who have good life insurance policies are more more likely than people who don't. <laughs> yeah. And then you got people. You've probably heard about this. People in in Japan and other countries where they're really really old, right? Mm-hmm. You get to be 120, 130, or whatever, these ridiculous ages, where they're actually faking somebody's life. Like, that person has been dead a long time. They're just collecting a check for, like, a pension or you know, oh, social yeah. security yeah. kind of a thing. Sure. But the record keeping is so bad that they just get away with it. Right? <laughs> People fake lives and deaths and all kinds of shit. All right, uh, let's jump to this other one, then. There's a similar one. Uh, which of these do you think is more likely to actually exist? The Loch Ness Monster or Bigfoot? Ooh. Uh, probably Nessie. Yeah, just because we know so little about the depths of the oceans. Well, Loch Ness isn't that, that huge. Right? Isn't it? I have no idea. I, I don't know either. But it's deep, isn't it? Yeah, it is deep. And murky. Let's take a look here. It may be on your throat, Kyle's throat. <laughs> Deep and murky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it goes. It goes to 788 feet deep, which is pretty deep, and it's 23 miles long. <laughs> Actually, speaking of faking deaths, getting back to your original, I, I forgot to say this. Did you guys see that article about the guy in Ohio that just died? That had so. robbed banks in the 80s i think well he might have been in pennsylvania but he's from ohio he robbed banks he used to work at a bank when he was younger in ohio robbed it and then fled to like california came all the way back to like pennsylvania and lived out the rest of his life as like a car salesman or something like that under a completely different name and all and he just died and then it finally came to that that's who it was they found out when he had piles of weird cash hanging around. It was yeah, I don't even remember how they found out that it was him, but it was weird because that he was literally being hunted by the FBI. Wow. <laughs> well, he won. He did. He got away with it. He had a family and everything. It's fucking wild, man. That's good <laughs> shit. That's good shit. All right, so we're all saying Loch Ness Monster, all for the same reason. So easy enough on that one. Uh, all right, let's dive into some cigar stuff, I guess. Ah, uh, shit. Yeah, well, yeah, this one's going to be Mo, I think. Uh, uh, Mo, you said you wanted to talk about marketing cigars to children. This might get boring. But this this whole conversation already got boring. Well, it it, it needs... Not ours. I mean, the the one about marketing cigars to children, right? Anyway. I'm I'm not going to discuss an opinion on the matter. I'm going to discuss the different viewpoints on the matter as I've thought it out, right? Um, So... The first part of it is, is why would people do this? It's simple. People buy the cigars. The market, the consumer is rewarding the companies that do this stuff. Right? Typically, these are smaller companies. These cash flow, uh, these cash infusions help them maintain and until the consumer no longer rewards it they're probably going to continue doing it Mm -hmm. regardless of 
if the PCA is telling them not to, if whatever. Because the reality of the situation is this, man. Us smaller guys are fighting for such a sm- already small piece of the pie. And the deals and the stuff like that that some of these bigger guys are able to do, we can't touch, man. Like, you know, you buy a box of cigars, we're going to give you, you know, two fucking houses on Ma- in Malibu. You know what I mean? Like, we just can't compete with that. So a lot of these guys have come up with these different ways to, you know, be able to keep cash flowing, right? That's why they're doing it, not trying to market to kids. Fine. The other part of it, though, is... As we know, perception is greater than reality. When you saw GameStop stock go to $400, there was never anything in the history of the entire market that would ever say GameStop is worth $400 a share. But people jumped on that train, they saw an opportunity, and it became attractive to them, right? GameStop was never a good stock. (laughs) Just like these things aren't really candy. They're not meant to whatever. But when you have an institution like the FDA that is already looking for a reason, one of the biggest premises of, of the organization that primarily represents your industry is we do not appeal to children. These things give them something to point to. Whether they're marketed to children or not, the packaging, the whatever, would suggest that these have an attractive quality. These could have an attractive quality to children. Are kids going to sit there and pick up the, the thing and smoke the cigar? No, they are not. They're not. Cigars do not appeal to young kids. I get that. But to say to say that these things don't play into what the FDA is trying to say would be disingenuous at best or completely ignorant at worst because there's no way that you could say that. <laughs> I mean, now, the other question is, are kids ever even going to see this packaging? And the chances of kids ever even coming across the page Packaging on boutique cigar blends is probably slim to none. Yeah. Unless they go rummaging through their dad's humidor, right? Uh, They're more likely to see an alcoholic beverage with that type of marketing on it than they would ever be as likely to see a cigar with the same. Which brings me to my final thing, and this is what people need to understand and hammer home. Alcohol gets away with shit like that because alcohol doesn't have a stigma. It is socially acceptable. People don't give a shit. Cigars do not. You are already fighting an uphill battle, and you are fighting an institution that is looking for any reason. Even in the latest Batman movie, and I think I mentioned this on last week's podcast, they wouldn't let Colin Farrell smoke a cigar as the Penguin because they were afraid that children would see that on a fucking dark ass movie about Batman, but the cigar was the problem. That's all I'm saying. The view towards cigars has changed in a lot of like certain segments, right? So that's how I see this lined up. Don't really, you know, I get it from both sides, you know, no, I don't get it from, don't, don't go there, Kyle. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, you do. But yeah, uh, but I can understand where the different parties are coming from. All right, I have to change the previous answer. Mm-hmm. I do, I do believe in ghosts, and here's why. Okay, here's why. So this topic overall, right? It. What, what they did is they, the entire cigar industry right, is talking about this. And, and what they've mm-hmm. done is they've taken the corpse of a horse, 
and they've dug it up from the ground <laughs> and everybody's standing around beating this horse right so hard that the horse is like disintegrated and gone and now all that's <laughs> left is the ghost of a horse which they're now also beating I'm so over this discussion, personally. Sorry. Nothing to do with you, Mo. I'm not trying to diss your topic. But, like, everybody's talking about this thing as if it's a thing that, like, is going to be the death of the cigar industry. So, again, I'm not privy to all that because I don't – I just don't see it like you do, probably. Yeah, it's just everybody, right? And Mm -hmm. It's all good. People can have their opinions on it. The thing that annoys me about this particular topic is that everybody, like, your opinions are at least thoughtful, right? <laughs> but everybody has an opinion, and they want to share it on, on the internet. Mm-hmm. And instead of sharing it on the internet, what they ought to do is talk to somebody who can do something about it, right? If you're going to complain about this on the internet, but you haven't ever called somebody who can make laws, regulations, something regarding tobacco... You're part of the problem, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are not helping the situation at all, and instead okay, you so, should focus so, your so, efforts on doing something. <clears throat> okay, but who who are you referencing when you say that? So there, there's just a ton of people that like comment on Facebook or comment on an article mm-hmm. on Half Wheel or you know get into fights on Instagram. And instead of doing that, if you take that same effort and you put it toward calling people who legislate matters on cigars and tobacco, you'll have a better outcome. Maybe you won't get anything, but that's directly better than what you're getting by arguing on the internet. Well, I mean, listen, you saw, you saw that that's not a thing because when people like Danny and other people were doing fight the FDA stuff and things like that, people were so apathetic. Do you remember when they tried to get those signatures? Yeah. You couldn't get anybody uh, to care. No, no. Yeah. No, people so, just so yeah, they're all doing it. Like everybody's doing this to themselves. That's really what it comes pretty down much. To. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think that the fact that people are circle jerking about how much, how much this particular act matters versus that one, but can't get off their ass to do even the simplest <laughs> thing. Right. I'm not asking for a lot, but like even the simplest thing tells me that they don't actually give a shit and they just want to argue. Mm. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I don't know. I get, like I said, I see the different sides. I understand. Um, me personally, I would never do it, but not because I don't think you should, but just because it doesn't fit my personality. Right? Yeah, it's not your style at all. No, and it's not, and that's okay. Um, but for a lot of people, man, I mean... It is. So. Whatever. Faux show. Drew, do you have an opinion? But again, nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to change. As long as the market uh, rewards companies who do this, it's going to continue. Yeah. That's it. Unless they make it illegal. So, you know, so you make too much money, so why not? I mean, I'm I'm not for it, but that's what they're thinking. I mean, that's why people are doing it. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. When the regulation comes, I think one thing that's worth noting is that, as far as I can tell, nobody in in the FDA or anywhere else in the government is actually making this argument yet that this is actually happening yet. Right, and maybe they will, maybe they won't. Who knows, right? But my guess is the regulation comes without the FDA or anybody else paying any attention to this particular thing. It's coming either way, whether you want it or not. That's just the reality we're facing. Yeah. Yes. So. So we'll see. We will see. I mean, I'll, I'll say this, man. For a lot of you guys. Like enjoy, enjoy the ability to be able to buy a bunch of different brands and a bunch of different cigars. Because I really don't know how much longer it's going to be that way. 
that's just the reality of it. Unfortunately. It's probably true. Yep. At some point, someday. I mean, even, even, I mean, if any regulation hits, that's what a third of the choices you have probably wiped out without any thought. So, yeah. Probably something. It'll be like bad. That, right? They're definitely going to put a lot of people out of business, including even maybe me, depending on what the regulations look like. But yeah, depending where they land. Um. Yeah. It, they have the ability to really change the way cigars are consumed. Yep. So. Sure do. Uh, Drew, any thoughts you want to share on this? Um, no, not other than that. I mean, they're yeah, they're going to keep doing it until. Until somebody makes them stop. I mean, so either regulation or people stop buying their bullshit. That's not going to happen. No. Same thing with the Lance Arrows. <laughs> Lance Arrows. <laughs> quit fucking smoking them and they'll quit making them. Uh, all right, let's see here. What do we got going on? Uh, let's do a Judge Drew. We'll switch it up entirely. Do it. All right, getting away from cigars and on to some weirder shit. So, Drew, there's a pet food company in Britain. They're offering to pay dog owners about $6,000 to effectively to, to smell their dog's shit for two months. Nice. So what they're actually doing, right, is if your dog is, is not currently on a plant-based diet, they're a, a plant-based dog food company, and what they want you to do is switch your dog to their brand and take detailed notes about how the plant-based diet changes things about the dog's health, including the smell of their poop. Right? So for two months, you have to monitor this. So my question for you is, how do you judge people who participate in this, right? Because it's $6,000, but you also have to smell your dog's shit for two months. What's the judgment here? here? Here's what I actually heard out of all that. They're feeding their animals plant-based diets. That's true. They would have to do that that's, for two months. That's actually what I, that, I think that's the worst part of this. So you would judge them for that? Yes. <laughs> so this is hilarious. So I actually saw something on Facebook the other day, and uh, this girl's like, hey, my dog actually chooses to be vegetarian. He eats salads all the time, or she does. I don't know what. He's like, the girl's like, I'm going to show you guys. So she's got, like, salad, and she's like, I got this gross dog food here. So she brings the dog out. He starts, like, chowing down on the dog food just <laughs> just destroying it she's like no that's gross what are you doing and she tries to give him the salad again then he like chows down on the food I'm like this is uh, so i think we talked a couple weeks about it uh talked about it a couple weeks ago but us as humans are not very far from removed from having to hunt and stuff from our food. I mean, 150 years, maybe less. Animals are even less removed from their, I mean, they, they eat meat. That's, that's what they do. So they're herbivores. But there's, there's not a dog that is though. <laughs> Wolves. They eat, they eat meat. You're you're killing your animal when you do this. <laughs> Jeez. 
I don't know. In fact, I just saw a dog food company that has a commercial right now where it talks about dogs being the de- descendants of wolves and wolves eat certain types of stuff. And so their yeah. dog food is supposed to be that. Props to them. So you're judging them for like doing this at all, for even entertaining the idea, really? Yeah. The, the, come on. A vegetarian dog diet? <laughs> I guess maybe if it's like a... No, even that's wrong. I was going to say if it's like a... Uh, uh, what a shih tzu or something stupid. <laughs> I mean, you can get proteins and stuff, right? Like, there's ways to, to, to get the nutrients, at least. Not like even Absolutely. when you feed a dog dog food like that, it's not like they're eating a piece of chicken. Yeah, it's some like little kibbly things that have some chicken in it. So it's not like my dog is a hunter because he's eating his kibble. No, I'm and just he, playing devil's advocate. And he'll what never, about the biz? He'll, he'll never be a yeah. hunter. Right. But they're still made to eat animal protein, just like most humans are too. And then beyond Fair that, enough. if you're entering your dog for six grand to smell their shit, <laughs> I'm judging that too. Yes, you're probably yeah. You're just as bad. What? How do you take notes on that? Old I don't know. Fluffy shit today. Took a big old whiff of it. How are they? How are they trusting the people to actually do that? Like cigar reviews, notes of yeah. uh, cinnamon, <laughs> baking spices, cocoa nibs. Just print the half-wheel reviews for the day. <laughs> <laughs> Their shit was less shitty today. Yeah, how, how, how are they even trusting them? I mean, you got a video of this or something? I mean, I'll sign up and just... I don't have anything like that. Just bullshit them? Yeah. That's a that's freaking absurd, by the way. The the animal doesn't doesn't have the choice, and you're making it for them. Yeah, that's true. Poor creatures. I bet their their poop probably does smell less bad. That's probably true. Probably does. But that's. It's not really the point. Right? Yeah, that doesn't mean it's better or healthier. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I think that's the that's the problem you run into. Where you're like, oh, this is so much different. Like, I, I would prefer if my dog's shit didn't smell as bad. Well, but that I, doesn't mean I want my dog to get sick so they smell yeah, less bad. <laughs> we'd all prefer that our own shit didn't stink too. Mm. Cows. There's does. benefits. There's benefits for farts smelling really bad. I think that's hilarious. Farts oh. is different. Shit. Yeah, that's true. There's nothing nothing better than that, bro. Are you kidding me? Sitting in there and marinating your own shit? No, not you, but just like where people like start, (laughs) it's so fucking bad that people start getting like gagging. You're like, what the fuck is that? You've made your mark on those people. It's probably the most impactful thing you can do in a day. It really is. (laughs) The amount of emotion you. It's their up. It is emotional. You are correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you look out into the vastness of space, trillions <laughs> and trillions of miles between anything, right? And you're like, well, made my mark here today. Better believe it. Better believe it. There it is. Uh, all right. Uh, let's sneak in a, a quick little note, a little plug for some friends of ours. I don't know if you guys have even heard this yet. Do it. So you guys remember last year, the Hot Ticket podcast released a cigar with my cigar pack and Rodriguez cigars, the Doggers mm-hmm. Knockout? Yes. Yeah. That was a good cigar at a good price. It's coming yes. out again. Uh, yes, it is. They're just calling it the Knockout this time. No Doggers. Uh, but yeah, it's coming out, same blend. So if you liked it, it's coming back. Very, very cool. I think I have some yeah. from last time. I do too. <laughs> uh, 
but they're good. They're enjoyable they good. cigars for like a, a very reasonable price. What, what, like five or six bucks a stick or something? Yeah. Something ridiculous. That's so the Dojo Sarsaparilla was the first time around. Yes, it was. Yep. Till they found them in the back of the warehouse. <laughs> Just hiding back there. That's what the dongers are going to do next year. They'll be like, whoa, look, we found these. Hidden dongers. <laughs> Hidden dongers. Revealing our stash of dongers. Yeah. God. Should have talked to him about that off air. That's a gold it mine. It is pretty cool seeing some sultans being posted once in a while. Oh, hell yeah. You guys probably see it more on Facebook, but I, you know. No, I don't see, see anything on Facebook. Not, yeah, no, nothing on Facebook. <laughs> Just Instagram. See, it's interesting because I, I heard that, like, they, they pop up every now and then in some of, like, those black label groups. Um I mean, do you think that, I'm in any of those black label groups? Yeah, I'm not. No, on probably there not. But but uh, people uh, say that it's like a holy grail in those groups. I bet it is. It's I could sell cool. them some more if they want them. I found you still have some? found some in the back of the warehouse. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I still have a personal box. Yeah. Oh, just one box. Okay. Yeah. That's legit. They're good though. They're smoking real good. I need yeah. to maybe I'll napped. fire one up this week. There you go. Yeah, that sounds good actually. Me too. Maybe. <laughs> I got a couple left. Nice. Pretty crazy if you think about it how much like Black Label has like how far that brand has come. And this kind of leads us into our question from NC where he had some questions about but uh how far Black Label has come from from when we were working with them back in what 2015 or 14 yeah. or whatever that was. Yep. Yeah. You know they got all, all different kinds of bands on cigars that taste like black pepper and earth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, that's my cynical side. Actually, there's a, little, a bunch of Black Label stuff I actually like. There's some brands that you just have to give a shit to about that, though. <clears throat> yep, that's just, they taste similar. Yeah. There is. Uh, but, you know, what? I mean, people take it as a negative, but, I mean, you could say that about Davidoff. You yeah, really can. You sure could. Yeah, you could say it about uh, a lot of brands. And, and yeah. I mean, you could even say, like, you know, you, you know Patina, right? If you've had sure. a patina, you'll you'll recognize it. So yeah. mm -hmm. I don't I don't think it's always a negative necessarily. I, I agree with you. But you know, it, if you it, like it, you like it. And that's probably a good thing for building a brand. Right. Yeah. I mean you gotta have a, like a signature, I guess. But uh, they gotta be different enough that there's something like you can tell you're smoking oh, a different Between cigar, the right? cigars. Yeah, of course. Between the cigars. But look at man, I'm gonna tell you this. Remember when all those master selections came out? Like for Davidoff, that they're like forty bucks a stick, bro. Like, like sixteen of them or something. Yeah, like the differences between all of those. I mean, were so minute. I mean, I don't know, a lot of times it just felt like you were smoking the same cigar. I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, all right. Um, well, I guess let's get into NC's question then. Do it. Mm -hmm. uh, he said, which cigars would you recommend in a sampler to get a full understanding of the following brands? Crowned Heads, Tatuaje, Roma Craft. Well, Should I, we go brand by brand? Uh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I don't know a better way to do it. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, here, okay, so when I saw this question, here, here were, here's where I was hung up a little bit. First, Roma Craft, they don't have as near as many lines as Tatawahe and Crown Heads. Yeah. Um, secondly, when you're talking about Tatawahe and Crown Heads, are you including limiteds or is it just core stuff? Um, so... I don't know what the parameters are of that question, I guess. 
Let's go mostly core, and you can throw in a limited or two, right? Okay. All right. That seems easier. Easier. Sure. Should we start with crown heads? Sure. Okay. Sure. Heads. You guys have thoughts on crown heads? Uh, so admittedly. I do not smoke a lot of crown heads. Um, not because I don't like their cigars, just because I'm not really like the brick and mortar I go to doesn't really carry crown heads, and I haven't ordered cigars online in a long time. But. And I don't even know what's what's Crown Head's core anymore. I don't even know, honestly. I have no idea. Me neither. What's the uh, one they the do? The website lists Four Kicks, Headley Grange, okay. J.D. Howard Reserve, Jericho Hill, La Imperiosa. There's probably some other stuff. That seems kind of out of date. That has to be, because they don't even make... Uh, I don't even think they make J.D. or Headley Grange anymore. Yeah, I don't think so. This, and this I don't think they make J.D. Howard. Yeah. I don't think they make J.D. Howard anymore either. Yeah. I really don't know what what is core line for... Uh, Beyond 4 kicks. Well, let me give you a list of what I'd do for that. Smoke 4 kicks. Okay, perfect. Yeah, 4 kicks is reasonable. I would go with the 4 kicks Kappa Especial. Which is okay. that blue labeled one? Yeah. Real good. Uh, I'd go with the Jericho Hill because it's very different from that. Mm-hmm. I'd go with the La Imperiosa because that's a good cigar. And then I'd say pick one, any one of the Las Calaveras line, right? Pick oh, yeah. If you try those four cigars and you don't like them, you won't like Crown Heads. Oh, sorry, what were the last two? Uh, La Imperiosa and okay. anything from the Las Calaveras line. Pick one okay. year. Doesn't matter what year. Uh, what? Well, okay. 2015 was an outlier, though. In a good way. Uh, you can't uh, find that anymore. I, I liked it, but it was an outlier. I felt like you can't find that anymore unless it's in my humidor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you're, you're not if you're trying to get into the line. Just you know, grab a recent one. You're probably okay. Mm-hmm. I thought 2016 was actually the best. Uh, class colors even better than 2014. That cigar was really good. That was that broad when they did a broadleaf. Yeah, that cigar was fantastic. Yeah, I, I have I one left. That's actually my favorite smoke, head cigar of all time. That's legit. That's very legit. But if you smoke that that small list of cigars, right, and you're like, these were all bad then you should find a different brand because nothing they do will appeal to you, in my opinion. Yeah, yep. yeah, I, I agree with that. But you won't smoke all four of those cigars and think they're all bad. No. No way. All right, so that's one. Uh, let's do Romacraft next. I mean, Cro-Magnon, Aquatane, uh... Then it's between Baca and uh, Intemperance. That's like all of their cigars. Neanderthal. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Neanderthal. I would probably go Neanderthal, Cro-Magnon, Intemperance. Uh, Neanderthal. God, it's gonna be pretty. It's gonna be pretty similar to a uh, uh shit. Now I lost it. To a uh, <laughs> hmm. I don't know. Intemperance would definitely be like on the lighter side of their stuff. And then, uh, I don't know, just smoke the four. 
he ended yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, at that point, yeah. I think Aquatine's the the strongest cigar they make for my for me personally. That's the only one. I mean, that cigar fucks me up every time I smoke. It's like Drew with the Patina Maduro. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. did I? I didn't tell. Did I tell you guys about that? Long My, time ago. Was no, there no, no. So I sent some cigars <laughs> to a buddy, and I, he smoked your other one. I know uh, uh, a couple, a couple of them, several different times. Anyways, he liked them, but I knew he hadn't had any Maduros, so I sent that to him for his birthday. A bunch of other cigars. <laughs> So I sent it to him, and he's like, man, that patina <laughs> really knocked me on my ass. <laughs> he's like, I've had one before, and I don't remember it being like that. I was like, I'm pretty positive I sent you the Maduro this time. <laughs> yeah. But that cigar's not even strong. He said the same thing, like the nicotine and all is just, yeah. I mean, I got guys that normally smoke Connecticut's that love that cigar. Which was the whole point of it, actually. <laughs> it's well, cross appeal. It's got a kick to um, it. I guess. I guess it depends on the size too. Yep. All right, that's why. I mean, you could easily just say brown, black, red. I mean, if you wanted to. What's the. You got to have the black in there. That's why I hate black. It's like yeah. fucking yeah. classic. Yeah, I would say tap black. I would say something from the Kahonu. Uh, something from the Kappa series. You know, where he uses the Sumatra. Uh, uh and, you know something broadleaf. What's that? Uh, one of the ones that he makes. The four 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 one or the six? What is it? Uh, that one's really good. Uh, the one he named after the dog. His dog. Cajonu. Is that it? That's not. That's Think not so. a dog, is it? Uh, Think so, man. It, it's a number. Yeah. What's the one with the number? Kahonu 2012? No, shit. The K222? Yeah, 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 that one. Oh, yeah, that, I forgot all about that cigar. Yeah. I look at 7th Reserva Broadleaf, 7th Kappa Special, Black Label, and I don't know what the 4th would be for me. It's a pretty good list. Yeah, I mean, you know, look at Tatawa, I mean, just makes a lot, it really makes a lot of good cigars. Yeah. Really does. Definitely. And that's not to say Roma and Crown Heads don't, because they do as well. Um, I just have been, well, Roma has a much smaller portfolio. Um, but I've been smoking Tatawa probably the longest out of those three brands. They have the most. Num- sheer number of cigars they've made, right? Like, yeah, there's a lot of fucking lines and a lot of limited oh, yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. And they have the offshoots. You got your surrogates and all your other, you know, your, all your stuff. Latelier, you got all your things. Like people don't talk about this cigar, but it is a really good cigar. Like that satin glove from uh, surrogates. Yeah, dude, that's a really good cigar. Um. But yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like, it got to the point with Tatawahe where like I just started smoking the same thing all the time. Like I don't I don't dabble as much as I used to with Tatawahe. You became an old man. Not a dabbler. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. You found your macanudo of Tatawahe. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. I still think my favorite regular production is either the Kahonu 2012 Broadleaf or the 7th Reserva Broadleaf, probably. My favorite by him. 
Fair enough. Crowned heads, you know, man, look at, we talked about, that was like my, what brand I thought was going to have, like the, the biggest 2021 or whatever, when we were talking year. about it in 2020. Yes, they did, but they've revamped their entire style. It's not the same as it was when they first came out. Like, like even within Mil Diaz now, or Mil Diaz or whatever, how many different SKUs are within just that line now? It seems like there's a new one coming out every day. Yeah, that's a good cigar, too. I didn't even mention that, but that's a real fun cigar. Right. You know, so it's harder. I guess what I'm saying is it's harder to get a grasp on that brand because they have changed so much. And I feel like even like today, their cigars are different than what they were trying to do, like, say, five years ago. Um, It's probably true. You know, they're working with different factories, right? A lot. Yeah. Um, It's for the better, but I agree with you. It's different. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not saying... Okay, yeah. So I'm not saying this... I'm not saying for the worst or in a negative way or anything. I'm just saying you're looking at, like, a, a... we talk about brand evolutions and stuff like that. Like crown heads has gone under a huge evolution over even just the past two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you saw them kind of, it seems like working a little bit less with my father, a little bit more with Pichardo, a little bit more with EP Carrillo and just kind of switching things up. Uh, so, yeah. It's not good or bad. It's just what they're doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? It is. Yep. Now, Ro- Romacraft is like, you know, when you're talking about these three brands, Romacraft is like the pinnacle of consistency, right? Like they've been doing what they've been doing since the beginning, right? Yeah. And, and they do it and they do control it well. Con- for consistency too, right? That's It's consistency yeah. as a brand and also consistency in the cigars. That's their, mm-hmm. their shining light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. You know, and then they'll have their couple limiteds, you know, each year, and that's what they do. Mm-hmm. Now, the biggest question for me is, what are the next steps for for Roma? You know, wh- where does where does he like? Where do Rosales and, and Skip want to take it, right? Um, or how far do they want to go? Are are they going to expand? Are they going to either get another factory or a bigger factory? Are they going to look to grow some of their own tobacco? Because, you know, at their size, you start to have to ask yourself those questions, right? Yeah, sure. So it's going to be interesting, man. I'm just, you know, whatever. So, um, yeah. Do you want to do his other question or just skip that? It's a weird question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was the question about? Being circumcised? No. Yeah. Circumcision for or against was his question. Nick, I'm not... I really don't even know what to say to that question. What's it to you? <laughs> why do you want to know? Or why do you want to know what we feel about circumcision? Yeah, that's a that's a better question. Yeah. Really yeah, that's one of those I'd go to war over, right? Like, no, like <laughs> I, I really don't have an opinion on it. But my my th- that's that's a question you actually answer with a question. Like, what, what's your concern with it? <laughs> Is this a sneaky way to try to like find out some info about some people or something? I, yeah, I guess. And see, you're gonna have to ask your mom. She'll tell you. Oh, wow. Yikes. <laughs> I mean, I will say this. If you're, <laughs> if you're Muslim or Jewish, that's part of the faith, right, is being circumcised. Now, I don't uh, – so, you know, for some people, it's not even a choice, I guess. It, the choice was made for them. Yeah. I'd say for most people, the choice is made for them, right? Most well, people don't yeah, grow yeah, up yeah. and they're like, oh, turn, 
turned 18, yeah. I can finally get circumcised, right? <laughs> right, yeah. Not a common occurrence. I mean, I'm sure it happens, but I doubt it's yeah. much of a thing. Mm-hmm. What else we got? That is the end of my list. What else you got? That's it. Cows out of lists. That's, that's about all I had, man. I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't have a list. <laughs> yeah. Eat your meat. Buy some dongers. That's yes. From this episode. <laughs> Eat your meat. Yeah. But. Oh, I will be doing, I believe, March 19th, uh, a Zoom thing with uh, Black Lion Luxuries. Uh, Patina was in their Cigar of the Month Club for this month. And uh, I'll be doing a Zoom thing with those guys, which would be pretty cool. Pretty fun guys. When is that? Nice. March 19th. March 19th, next week. 7 Central. Unless we postpone this one for next right. week. Right, well, right, yeah, so I'm not, <laughs> in case we don't podcast next week, I wanted to get that out there. And I'm not sure how that works, if it's just for people that are in their club or, or whatever, but. Or if you have um, to buy something to get in, those are pretty common. Yeah, so I'm not sure how it works, but, uh, I mean, dude, like. Their cigar of the month club, I think, was like thirty bucks. You got a patina habano bronze. It's already which worth is normally it. Normally an eleven dollar cigar, uh, right? <laughs> uh, an Alma Fuerte by Placencia, which is a twenty dollar cigar. So those two right there pay for the entire right payment. There's a Black Starline, uh, an EP Carrillo, and don't remember shit no oh, that's a hell of a deal i don't remember the other one is five uh, cigars though i think it's of that quality for 30 bucks yeah i mean like dude black star line is a local chicago brand they're uh, yeah. made at egg el titan and agonorsa oh and the other one's an adventura uh the conqueror what? or something like that yeah for 30 yeah. bucks? That's nice. 30 bucks. Pretty good. So, yeah, man. They uh, they do a nice job. And their, their brick and mortar is called Baron Cigars in, uh, uh, in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Super cool. Mm-hmm. I really like... I really like these Cigar of the Month clubs. I think it's a great opportunity... Especially like for brands like Patina or Black Star Line, or you know, like when you see like Dapper and and some of these other guys that get a chance to reach a lot of people they normally wouldn't. Um, it's it's really really cool opportunity. I need, listen, man. I, I know some retailers don't like it. We talked about this with Alex, but for brands like mine, it makes absolute sense, and I don't apologize for it. <laughs> No, it's absolutely the right call. Uh, it's interesting, so I just jumped onto their website to see what they got going on. They also sell samplers that look like you know stuff they had gotten for their Cigar of the Month clubs or those kinds of brands. One of them, just for fun here, is a Patina brand sampler. It's six different Patina cigars for $54, which is a hell of a deal. Dang. That's ridiculous. That's so, a really good deal. Go get that Patina brand sampler. It's on hell sale yeah. right now. So don't even wait. It might not even be on sale by the time we get there. But their samplers look like like they're pretty good deals. They're not just mm-hmm. samplers. Should have bought yep. it yesterday. You what? Should have bought it yesterday. Should have. You're damn right. You should have. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of discounts, uh, I do believe Smoke Like a Sultan still works with Smoke Man and Young. So. Hell yeah. Yeah. Smoke like a sultan. <laughs> Absolutely. 
I guess one, I have a question about circumcisions. You, do, you, do, you you think, do? Do, do you think the person who performs them keeps keeps a tip? Just <laughs> just a tip? They just, call it yeah. a donation. Oh, okay. No idea. <laughs> what do you By the way, did you, anyway, did you guys, did you, <laughs> have you guys had a chance to watch that Inventing Anna? Not yet. No. No, you guys are going to love it. Does it have to do with foreskins? Is that why that came up? <sighs> Probably not at uh, all. No, oh, does uh, it, Mo? No. No, I don't. No, okay. Weird. Well. Well. (laughs) Next week, boys. Next week. Or not next week. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. The world may never know. You guys have a good one. All right. See you. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's uh, episode of the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Make sure you guys are checking us out on Instagram, Facebook, uh, direct message us, um, email the Sultans of Smoke at gmail.com if you got any questions, comments for the show. And we will catch you guys next week. Thanks.